Have you ever walked into a room and immediately felt out of place? Well, it's time that you know you are not the problem and there is a solution. Welcome to Room for Everybody, the podcast that celebrates diversity, promotes inclusive interior design strategies, and challenges the norms. I'm your host, Elizabeth Byler. Join us as we dive deep into the intersection of identity and design, listen to people's stories, and explore the beauty of our unique bodies. It's time to redesign our built environment in a way that shows we truly love and accept ourselves. Get ready to step into a world where everybody is celebrated because here, there's room for everybody. Hi everyone, welcome back for another episode. Today we're in conversation with Melody. So Melody, would you introduce yourself and share a little bit about the identities that you hold? Okay, my name is Melody Bellevue and the identities that I hold are very complex, colorful, and candle because I have, I've got an autoimmune disease that is a very rare genetic one. There's mm-hmm. only like 550 of us in the world. Okay. The oldest one on record lived to the age of 60. Okay. I am 63. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> and it's because I did not accept the idea that I wasn't going to even make the 60. I looked at different things. I looked at what the possibilities were. So I changed the help I had from being one where I was at that point when I was diagnosed. I was actually on the way out. My health was really bad. I was hospitalized on a regular basis. I had been actually most of my life. The diagnosis itself was like an eye opener because all the issues that I had, all the health issues came together for one diagnosis. Mm -hmm. And it was a relief to know, okay, this is what it is, but it's an autoimmune. So it's not like they have, okay, we have the answers, you know, we can Mm -hmm. give you this or do that. And that's not how it worked. So the biggest problem I had was infection, which is why I was on the way out. Mm-hmm. And antibiotics weren't doing it, even staying on high dose, powerful ones. I was still getting infections. Right. And they didn't, at that point, they didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So I found a book about herbal remedies. And because I was looking, what are the possibilities that are out there? No matter what challenge you're faced with, mm-hmm. there are possibilities out there that mm-hmm. you may not have heard of may not have seen as something society accepts. It's not the norm, but those possibilities are out there. So if you're open to learning what they are, you're open to finding the ones that are actually for you. Right. So so for me, it was herbal remedies. And it has, I haven't been in the hospital now eight years. I haven't been on antibiotics either in that length of time. So it's been a major switch. Mm -hmm. I also have been through between the health issues that I had from it and life happening to me, I had have anxiety and PTSD, but even that's not a permanent thing. People think it is, especially if it's severe and Mm -hmm. mine was, but there are possibilities out there for that too. Mm -hmm. So 
I went from being so scared of life, especially at the beginning of the pandemic. I mean, I was grounded by my adult children because my health issues were, you know, it made me high risk. Mm-hmm. So it was like, now what? The whole world is shutting down. Now what? And I was scared. But I looked, I found something actually on Facebook webinar or workshop that was being offered a free one. And Rachel Jane Groover, Mm -hmm. and it was about awakening your passion and purpose. And it sounded good. And I was going to scroll by it. And I was like, wait, I'm grounded. I have no excuse not to. So I figured, why not? And it was an awakening. Mm. And it made me see there are possibilities to everything besides my health. And one thing led to another. And now I love life. I really do. I love life. And I love sharing my stories because, like I said, they're complex. There's Mm -hmm. more than one there. I embrace my uniqueness. And it's not about me sharing because, oh, look at me. It's me sharing, saying there's hope out there. doesn't matter what it is. There's hope out there for anything, whether it be mental health or like Simon Sinek says, mental fitness. There's things out there for that. There are things out there for physical health. It doesn't matter what you're going through. There are things out there for you. Mm -hmm. You just have to find them. You have to be open to them and you have to find them. So you observe those things. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much who I am. (laughs) That's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you for sharing all of that and the message of hope that you're bringing as well. I love, I was commenting on the vibrant background that you have, this pink wall and blue couch. I feel like that also is shining through and how you're speaking and how you embrace life and found things that work for you. I think that's all really great. You seem like just a very positive person who shifted their outlook on life. Do you feel like that reflects in the way that you've chosen to decorate your space? Like are pink and blue your favorite colors? Actually, the pink isn't. It had originally been my granddaughter's room because I live with my daughter and her family. But the teal, the aqua, that color, that is my color. Okay. So. It's a very vibrant color. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Do you feel like pursuing the path of some of the herbal remedies that you've taken, has that shifted your relationship with the plants around you? Yes, very much so, because I feel more connected now. And I'm even teaching my doctor about the differences, because one of the things that I did to be off of the antibiotics was neem supplements, N-E-E-M. And I take those and it took about three to four months before it shifted that from needing antibiotics all the time and still getting infections to no longer needing them. And when I hit like the fourth month, it dawned on me, wait, I haven't needed an antibiotic or I haven't gotten an infection. And before it, there was always, I would get abscesses even while I was on the antibiotics. So it was, you know, that path wasn't working for me. And the medications I was on 
were things that weren't aligned with my body. Piece by piece, step by step, I started finding the path that were. I mean, even nature has so much to it. Do you know that there are music videos on YouTube that are specific healing frequencies? If you Google a health issue and music frequencies, it'll give you the one for that specific problem. Mm-hmm. There's ones for heart palpitations because part of my autoimmune, I have an extra electrode in my heart. So when it kicks in, it gives me the palpitations. But there is music, well, the frequencies, it's energy frequencies. That's what life is about. So even that is something that is good for your health. Nature is good for your health. Color is good for your health because it's part of the beauty in the world. And when you're seeing the beauty, when you're looking at life as beautiful, because now often I say, I just love life. That's how I feel. That is my truth. I love life. And to have gone where I, from where I was to being this way from the start of the pandemic until now, which isn't that long. Right. I'm 63 years old. It's right inside that, that 60 to 63 mark. Mm-hmm. I got a bigger purpose and that's what it is. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's really great. I'm also curious, do you feel like, how do I want to word this? Like with the stays that you've had in hospitals and just interaction with medicine and hospitals and doctor's offices, all of those kind of health spaces, how did you feel in them? And what do you think could have been better on your healing journey in those spaces? That's a tough one. I know that when it comes to hospitals and doctors and the proven path for them, because that's how they see it, mm-hmm. they're doing their job the best way they know how. But it's not the full view of everything. So there were times I was in the hospital after I had been diagnosed where a man, the doctor, butted heads because I had to keep saying, I have an autoimmune disorder. There are things I can't do, things that like she wanted to keep checking sugar levels just in case. She wanted to do things that it was like, no, I can't do that because infection is a problem for me. Mm-hmm. These are the things I can't do. And and she was, we did a lot of back and forth where I said, oh, no, you're not doing that. Oh, no, don't come in here expecting to give me that. Mm-hmm. And she said, you should have gone to a hospital that's a specialist for it. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, that's two hours away. That's a hardship. And she said, pick your poison. Yeah, because she was not open to seeing that there was more. Mm-hmm. And she had a patient in front of her that it was a rarity. So that means there was something she could have learned. Right. And something that we could have learned together. Because when it comes to doctors and hospitals, we are co in our health. We are a team. It's not the doctors in charge and they're taking care of your health. You're a team. You work together mm-hmm. and it has to be that way. But if you give your personal power to them and they don't see the full picture of what is available for you, mm-hmm. 
then you're not going to get what's meant for you. Right. Yeah. So that's a. Yeah. And thinking about like the physical space that you were in, kind of those like white walls, the lack of color, lack of plants, the lack of (laughs) that connection to nature. Like, did you feel like that was a healing environment to be in? No, it was a sick environment to be in because every your view while you're there is you're sick and this is where you are because of it. I have a vision for a hospital spa I would love to create. You know how sometimes when the lottery drawing goes high and it's in the news, hey, it's all the way up to (laughs) 1.1 billion. Mm -hmm. There was a time where I said, well, I'm going to dream up what I would do with it. That is one of the things. And I think about, okay, what would a, a true healing hospital spa be? And I call it spa too, because that's what I would it would want it to look like. You register to go in and you would say what your likes are, what colors you prefer, what makes you feel good. Is mm-hmm. it scenes of, of puppies, of cats, of nature, of the forest, of the the seashore, you know, those type of things and put that kind of an environment for them. If there were different rooms for different issues and different sceneries, if you have a health issue that aromatherapy would help for, or that frequency, that healing frequency music would be for, and then show them what things would be good for the issues you have. Mm-hmm. And while you're there, it's going to feel like a spa. Right. That sounds because wonderful. You're gonna, yeah, you're going to open your eyes and you're going to be like, wow, I love this. Mm-hmm. That is what life is supposed to be about. Wow, yeah. I love this. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, I hope that someday that does get built and we can go. So if you win the lottery, <laughs> let us know. Well, I'm trying to find other steps to create it anyway. I've actually got folders filled out. One of them is a ShareBridge Foundation. You're going to hear that at some point within the next couple of years because I'm going to create that. And it's a change of food share on steroids, basically, because it's not just going to be about food and it's going to be about bringing people together from both sides of it. The people with money, the people without money, they're going to work together and there won't be that divide. Because I know there are people who go into food share and leave their pride at the door because walking in to get stuff to survive, we can do better than that. We are a world that can do so much better than that. And I have a folder for that and I'm working on that. So yeah, if as, as long as you keep your eyes open to possibilities, anything is possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being here and for sharing your story and for all the wisdom and inspiration that you brought to this conversation. I really appreciate it. Thank you for doing this because when you do this with different people, you expand that hope for everyone, Mm -hmm. everyone that hears it. So what you're doing is incredible. And I thank you so much for being a light in the world. Thank you. Dear listener, thank you for joining me on today's episode. 
This podcast is produced by Eden Environments, an inclusive and sustainable interior design firm. Our human-centric design strategy creates spaces that are fat and neurodivergent friendly, trauma-informed, and sustainable. If that sounds like what you need, contact me through Eden's website to get started. For the latest updates, sign up for emails and follow along on your favorite social media platform. And until we meet again, I wish you gentle days.